Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Dan. Hey, Pagan. Did you know that you can support the Reflare podcast? What? You can do that? But how? Oh, Dan, it's easy. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm forward slash the Reflare podcast forward slash support, or click the link in the show notes to support from as little as $1 a month. Oh my God, that's awesome. I'm going to go right now. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Replayer Podcast. There is an echo of Pagan in the background. I'm going to have to fix that. Anyways. Cut it and um, just reintroduce yourself. Eh, that's fine. That'll work. (laughs) So we'll try that again with me going, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the Replayer Podcast. I'm your host this week, Dan Morris, and with me is my co-host, Pagan. Hi. Hi, Pagan. And joining us this week is the lovely Dean and Jonas. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Hello there. Thank you guys so much for joining us here on the Replayer Podcast. So happy. Thanks yes, for being welcome. here. Yes, welcome. Welcome, guys. Great to be here. I'm happy excited. to have you here. Lovely. I'm glad to have you guys excited to be on the show. Love getting new replayers on. Love learning about everyone's replayer journey and everyone else that we see in the weekly live chats and episodes of the show so let us move on and get started we're going to have a great talk today we're going to talk about retro replays uploads this week and the best part of all is getting to meet our new wonderful replayer guest so welcome again to the show dean and jonas Uh, i'm going to just start us off with tell us a little bit about yourselves who you are you know whatever you're willing to share and give us a little bit about how you came into Retro Replay the show. Uh, let's start with Jonas. Yep. Hi, I'm Jonas. I'm 21 years old and I'm from Denmark. I have been following the Hi, Retro Jonas. Hi, Hi, I'm an Jonas. alcoholic. Everybody collectively. Yes. Hi, Jonas. Hi, <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. Um, That's good. <laughs> I have uh, been start. following been following the retro replay channel since almost the beginning, maybe until like third episode of season one, of level one. Sorry, uh, yeah, I just found them on YouTube on recommendation. I thought like, <gasps> no, the Northern Troy Baker has a channel. I gotta see this. So, and just like January, I actually started to a subscription for them for the first time because I thought, nah, I can I, I can afford it. Yeah, been enjoying the uh, ride so far, and the community has been nice, I guess. That's but it? I Only nice? All right. I think we have a pretty nice. good community. I haven't encountered any bullying, right? lucky enough. Uh, I haven't encountered any of uh, stuff. Good. So, that's that's fine. So, yeah, that's that's me. That's... Cool. So, you were a fan uh, of I Troy and Nolan before that, right? 
Yeah, I I knew of them because I was I've, the, <laughs> like like always. There's like there are two voices in gaming where I click always like yeah that's Nolan North and yeah that's Troy Baker and like so so I knew of them. But first mm-hmm. when they started doing the YouTube channel, I really got started engaged in like voice acting, like Travis Willingham and stuff like that. Nice. Paid more attention to the voices of behind the uh, famous characters behind those oh. digital faces. <laughs> I think it's easy to do as well, especially if you start recognizing often yeah. and you're like, who the heck are these people? And then you I, 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 like, I did that the same thing with the Liam O'Brien, where like mm. every time I hear his voice, it's like, who was that guy again? And I keep looking at him. I was like, oh, that's Liam O'Brien. Gotta yeah. remember that. That reminds <laughs> me that I learned about Troy Baker and Liam O'Brien, both as voice actors from Final Fantasy 13. That's when those two oh, names became... Yeah a part of my brain at that point part of your brain yeah exactly you know so dean why don't you introduce yourself to the group hi group i'm dean hi Hi, Dean. Dean. (laughs) i am 27 from the east of england and like literally as far east in the country as you can get i'm right on the little bus um and i first got into retro replay about a year ago I've been like huge fan of Nolan since Uncharted first came out. It was like one of the first, like, I think one of the first PS3 games I played was Uncharted. Um, and then I became a fan of Troy around about the time Bioshock Infinite came out. Um, sure. Just like fell in love with Booker DeWitt. Like, wow. <laughs> Booker. Booker catch! Do um, it. But I didn't hear of Retro Replay until it got recommended to me in like the sidebar on a YouTube video of Twisted Tune. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. So I watched one that that Troy and Nolan were in, and then it was like on the side Retro Replay. I was like, "What is this?" And that's how I found it. So Wonderful. Cool. <laughs> how has your um, experience been with the community as well? I know Jonas said that positive and everything. So I just want to yeah. know how you. I've been, yeah, I haven't noticed, like, any negativity. I think I've been quite lucky. Um, But I went through a long time where I hadn't engaged with the live chats. It's only recently that I've started getting more into the community. Okay. Um, But everything, everyone is so overwhelmingly positive and so just there for each other. And it's awesome. That's what we're here for. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think overwhelmingly positive is a good few adjectives to... You get occasional trolls and whatnot here and there, but in the live chats, yeah, they get get weeded out pretty well for the most part. I think as long as you don't pay attention to them, and I think there's a few replayers who struggle so bad because effective. Yeah, during uh, during the charity stream, that was that was horrible. During the charity stream, there were so many of them. So many, but I mean, to be fair, it wasn't just a retro replay like stream. It was. Like fans of Spartacus, fans of yeah. Overwatch, fans of like, every- so they're all coming in from everywhere. Whereas I think like overwhelmingly positive is a good way to describe even the live chat on most of yeah. the retro replay videos. But I do understand what you're saying. Like, there's several tro- trolls in like the Uncharted live streams or the Last of Us live streams. As long as there's like no attention paid yeah. to them and stuff like that, and no offense taken, unless they actually come for somebody, then they're they're gonna learn. But like, yeah. they just genuinely like throw out negative stuff, and we pass it off. It doesn't. Yeah. yeah, and I've said this on the podcast before. Whoever's listening, ignore the trolls. The best yeah, thing you can do is ignore them. 
Yeah. It's like, honestly, unless they come for you, like, then we'll then we'll address it. But I feel like a lot of them are just saying random stuff like, oh, stop talking over the video. Oh, stop yeah. talking yeah. over the video. So everyone else is replying being like, go watch something else then. Like, mm-hmm. stop harping on whatever. And you're like, just, just leave them. They'll quickly realize and they will leave the video. Like, it's fine. I, I think they don't realize that it's actually like, pre-recorded videos yeah yeah because, because like I know, I know they live stream it but it's actually pre-recorded videos and right. it's like you, a lot of times you, you we get new people them, who don't realize that feedback, but they're not gonna pay attention because yeah. they're not actually there and right. you know what there's several people that are super like uh accepting as well like when they're like hey troy like can you tell us anything with last of us too and then there's quite a few replayers who be like hey guys like sorry to let you know that this is pre-recorded they're not live uh, it's just the premiering the episode live. And they're super happy to be like, oh, sorry, I didn't know. Thank you so much for letting me know. Or that's great. Yeah. Thanks. Um, others, not so great. But you just have to from the kill them with kindness. Just kill them with kindness. Exactly. Or you can do what I do to trolls and I troll them back. Troll I, them troll back. The tr- I troll <laughs> the trolls is what I do. Do, do, do. do you tell them about your religion? I've done that. <laughs> I have done that. Um, especially like if I'm playing an online game. Like, I've recently been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption online, and players on there can just start trying to kill you. Um, and I find that the best thing you can do is just, one, either ignore them, or just get real stupid. And they'll just be like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> this last time I had a guy trying to kill me, and he was chasing me, and I just started running around in circles going, whoop, 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 whoop. And he just kept chasing me and chasing me and chasing me. And I was like, eh, I'm having fun. Fuck him. Let's just get, let's just get crazy on this. <laughs> Pretty much. Or it's like if I'm ever getting it's like if I'm ever getting tailgated by someone on the highway, I purposely will slow down as much as possible oh, until yeah. they yeah. try I, I, to pass I, me I and then I speed back up and like haha. <laughs> I had a, I had a guy who was trying to overtake me and as he was overtaking me I sped up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. it's so like, dangerous the game you're playing so just dangerous. so that everybody it's dangerous knows, for them the Repair podcast does not approve of uh tailgating or trying to troll somebody who's tailgating you for safety and health purposes the replayer okay, podcast just, you know, does not condone the actions people. of <laughs> yeah hey give us the i don't know why but people are always more ragey when they're behind a wheel it's like so bad. It's like, oh my god, you're so slow. Oh my god, fuck off. So impatient, like... and you're like, just like, I just love that. Like, campaign slogan: arrive alive. Just fucking arrive alive and breathing. Like, it is fine. If you are late, that is your fucking fault. You didn't leave on time. That is yep. your issue, not anybody else's. Cool. I remember being in the car once with somebody, and they were a batshit crazy driver, oh, and I no. like at the end of the drive, <laughs> I was like, I am not going to get in the car with you anymore. Like, you are batshit crazy. <laughs> And he was like, <laughs> he was like, but I've never been in a car crash. And I was like, that doesn't say anything about you as a driver. That says a great amount about people who are driving next to you because you're so crazy. And I never got in a car with him again. I was like, no. I literally watched a TikTok earlier of someone like, um, it was someone saying that they were in a BMW speeding to catch up with someone who was trying to overtake them. And it cut to like his girlfriend in the passenger seat. And she dubbed over. It was Ralph Wiggum going, I'm in danger. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what it I feels felt. like. To God. Also, I want to put this out there. If anybody, if I'm following anybody on social media, right? Anybody. I'm, you decide to put up a Snapchat, a TikTok, uh, an Instagram uh, live, a Facebook those. live, whatever the fuck. While you are driving, I will unfollow you and 
If I can report you to your local police station, I fucking will. Don't you have been do warned out there. You will, yeah. you will kill somebody and yourself. I don't care. Pagan you want to go kill you. yourself in your car, that is fine. That is your business. But don't kill other people. There are people, families on the road with young kids and everything. Stop using social media. Stop using your phone. Put the phone down. It will not kill you. This is why I'm glad I don't drive. There are yeah, people just... out there on motorcycles too. Watch out for them. Everything. Motorcycles. Well, I say that because I'm a motorcyclist and I know how freaking dangerous it is. It is terrifying. While they're cycling. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You you think just because you're on a bicycle that you could be on a phone as well? Like you could kill somebody or call them. Phone and no hands on on the steering. It's like Ooh, I, I, I can always feel like like honking the horn because my work involves me driving around. So whenever I see someone doing something recklessly, I always feel like I want to give them a scare just to be like, you could, yeah. this could have been way worse. Yeah. Somebody was on the like if, and nearly walked out in front of my car. If you can't go like more than half an hour without being on social media, there's something yeah. wrong with you. You need, to, like, you need to get rid of your phone because you understand are too if, attached. Yeah. yeah, I can understand if you're like, if you have a phone and you change music whatever, and you're pulling or whatever or if you have siri to change music for you no yeah. like that's great if you can, if you have some sort of hands-free that's amazing like that's what these are really you know, great you've got for airpods too. on i'm pretty sure airpods are also connected with yeah. siri and everything you could change stuff you okay. can literally just double tap it and it'll change mm. the song yeah like fine and they like preferably get something that's hands-free but like don't text. yeah that, that's very good with, with new cars where your your phone is connected via bluetooth so if you have yeah. like a screen on the car you could just press a single button or, yeah. or some like some steering wheels, wheels even have buttons. yeah 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 my, mine my has wheel built in yeah mine it's, it's i think so it's great. like i don't know like i think there's several people that i know that can't stop using the phone and everything and they'll say but and occasionally i have been guilty of it but i feel like there's been too many scares and there's a lot of campaigns out and i feel like i'd rather just my phone on the passenger seat face down and whatever music I don't like the music. I could turn on the radio. Like that's just my options, yeah. and that's it. But I feel like people who are posting Snapchat videos or TikTok or whatever it's while ridiculous. they're driving, I will just unfollow you. I don't care it, it, who it's you like, are. Who are you? Who are, what are you? What are you trying to prove that you can drive fast? Yeah. That you can film and drive? Like what are you trying to prove that you're yeah. high revs? Fuck off. Celebrities do it as well. And so for all of you like, Tom Haverfords out there, if you get that reference. Put the phone away. <laughs> Hello, I'm oh, on the Drive Safely podcast. Yeah, but I just feel, oh, anyway, that's a, it's a strong opinion. Well, we're really oh, getting God. to know our replayers this week, aren't we? <laughs> we really are. Down to the nitty gritty. Anyways, let's I, I... move on to some questions to learn a little bit about you guys. Easy peasy, are you a gamer? Let's do it with Dean yes. to start. I am a gamer. I have been a gamer since um, around about 1996. <laughs> Love that yeah, Like, it's so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I used to, it's really bad. I really shouldn't have been doing it. But when I was a kid, during the summer holidays, my mom would let me stay up until like 2, 3 in the morning, and we would just play Spyro. Um, and we would do this thing where if you died, you passed the controller off to the oh, next yeah. person. Yeah. So we, me, my mom, and my granddad doing this until like wee hours of the morning. Super bad for like a six, seven year old. No way, that's holidays. super cool. So, <laughs> so it was like Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, and Abe's Odyssey. Nice. Those were that's like a great really list. We always played. Yeah, great games. 
That sounds like me when I was a kid playing Super Smash Brothers in the middle of the night with my brothers until my mom would come busting the door open like, go to bed! <laughs> <laughs> you better not be on the PlayStation! Like, it's no! like that. We're playing it's Nintendo. Like thing where you've got, you've got your DS and like your mom comes in and you flip the screen down and hide it like, under your pillow until she's left and then you just pull it back out again and I used to do that all the time. I had a Game Boy and I did that. I didn't, I didn't have a DS. Wasn't that cool? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. All right, Jonas. I know you already gave us a little yes, but do you want to go into more detail? Hey, sure. I've always been a gamer since I was a kid. Um, a very young kid. Uh, I was like the same, pretty much as everyone. Like when you were a kid, where you were over at friends' houses, and every time you die, you turn over the control to anybody else. I was I was the kind of kid who was like, no, no, I'm just fine with watching. I'm just going to be looking and give advice. And every time the, the controller always got handed over to me, I always turned out to be better than the original player. And he was like, no, no, keep complaining. And I'm like, I don't want to play. <laughs> because, um, yeah, I've always enjoyed it. Uh, and like everybody else, like, I had a Game Boy, like the really old Game Boy, where there were like no light in the screen. Oh, no backlight. Anything, no backlight. Was, I don't have. Was, I used to have my Game Boy on display. I have an original one that I would keep on my shelf behind me. Nice, nice. But yeah, like always, pretty much a supporter of everything. Like I was a, I was always the person in in, in elementary school where I was always more interesting, interested in the gaming and movies rather than football. And I always got kind of mocked about that because I could pretty much name every actor in, in whenever we were watching a movie in class. And I was like, and now everybody, like, gaming has become a mainstream thing. And I'm like, to everyone, I'm like, <laughs> fuck y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a hipster when it comes to that. When things become popular and I like that before they became popular, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm the OG. I did it before it was cool. Yeah, but, mm. exactly. Like, yeah, I did it before both. it was cool, and that's the thing I have about The Witcher <laughs> right now. It's like well, now it's become cool because of the Netflix show, and I'm like, read the books. This <laughs> 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 is not a part of the books. <laughs> She's not supposed to look like that, and <laughs> and he's like, no, he doesn't carry two swords behind his back. It's um, I'm I'm kind of a hipster like that. Where at when things become popular, I'm like. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, you like, I'm, you I'm like it even... until it's cool, and then it's like, oh, yeah, no. I just see all the positive reviews, and I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> so you're one of those <laughs> internet haters. Yeah, internet. <laughs> like, no, it's like it's positive reviews, and I'm like the, I'm like the really hipster. Like I hate people just because I, I feel entitled because I liked it before they did, and I'm like, it's a bad habit. Hmm. Bad habit. I've been there. Anyways, we'll bounce it right back at you. Do you have a preferred platform to play your video games on? First. Well, no, I was uh, bouncing it back at you. I was going to flip that up. Oh, but oh. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Roll with it. <laughs> Go for it's it. It's happened. It. It's happened. It's ha- I already said PlayStation. It's out All right. there. Ah, okay. Jonas, are you like a PlayStation? I'm a PlayStation guy. I've always been a PlayStation guy i kind of wanted to get into pc but i've never been able to i played a little bit of star wars the old republic on pc but that kind of faded out so Ah. i'm a i'm a uh, heavily playstation supporter but i i will never be like superiority over another platform because yeah 
when I was younger, my friend sure. uh, who visited like every other weekend, he had an Xbox. So when we I visited him, he would always play Xbox. And so I have fond memories of pretty much every platform. Hmm. Well, that's nice. nice. It's nice this and is, neutral. Neutral of you. Yeah. It is good to hear. And I like this yeah, is the one thing I have to say to any specific console fanboy out there that always shits or hates on the other console. Competition is good. We want competition. Right, yeah. The people yeah. who come into an Xbox channel or a PlayStation channel and he goes, oh, Xbox sucks. It should go out of business. Or PlayStation sucks. They should stop making games. We don't want that. <laughs> we don't yeah. want that. They lose their competitors. So yes. they're going to stop. They try less. Better. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. I might not support PlayStation <laughs> as much as Xbox, but I still appreciate them and want them to be a part of the market. For sure, yeah. And I, I'm hoping that the market keeps slingshotting. That it yeah. has no, you, done I mean, you can't, over the generations. Yeah, you can't forget the fact that, like, Xbox has had some incredible games. Like Halo? Damn. Oh, yeah. That's, like, one of the best franchises out there. Mm-hmm. Um, So, like, each console has got exclusives. Fable, Fable yeah, for Fable's sure. Fable's so good. Um, so each, each console's got exclusives that have just blow everything else out of the water yeah and they just help each other to improve Mm -hmm. and there's been a a springboard is what i was kind of commenting on where the playstation 2 was easily the best console like of its time and it's still a great console Mm -hmm. and then when we got to the 360 ps3 generation the xbox 360 killed it it was an amazing console it did all new things it had a great lineup of games the playstation 3 kind of struggled especially early on they flubbed the pricing. They made the, the PlayStation way too expensive, and nobody wanted to buy it. There was the whole backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. They were back and forth yeah. on that. Yeah. The exclusives mm-hmm. weren't great. There wasn't a lot of great exclusives on PS3 in the beginning. So PS3 kind of failed against the Xbox 360. Yeah. And then we had the opposite. The PS4 came out the gates real strong. Xbox kind of flubbed when they came out with the one and yep. Xbox has slowly been trying to chase back behind PlayStation, and I feel like Xbox is primed to shoot ahead for the next generation again. Yeah, like the uh, the executive president of Microsoft actually said he doesn't consider uh, PlayStation to be Xbox's main competitor for right. the next gen. It's actually supposed to be uh, Amazon and Google Stadia, which actually kind of surprised me, but I'm interesting, interested to see what's going to happen in the... Uh, fall of this year mm-hmm. i might not be able to buy the newest console because i'm <laughs> going to be living alone for that point of view just horrible but oh no still gonna be- sure all right so let's go on to uh do you have a favorite game if you can say so and this time we'll just throw it right to dean <laughs> i know you already listed some great ones yeah, so right on the spot right on the spot so i said oh, if yeah. if you can if you have to name a few that's fine I, I can name a few. I can't say, like, one definitive game. I know, it's there. tough. Um, Fair enough. Uncharted 4 is high. It is high up there. Um, Spyro 2, mm. typically. Um, rip if those only rage. because... Yeah, Rip Those Rage. It was the one I played the most. I probably have that um, on the shelf right behind me. Nice. <laughs> we had we had the benefit of having a chipped console. Don't yeah. tell anyone. Huh? Um, so I never had a copy of Spyro. Um, we went straight on to Spyro 2. So that was like the first Spyro game I ever got my, 
Um, same, oddly enough, with Crash Bandicoot 2 as well. Um, nice. Same situation. So that's that's on there as well. Um, God, uh, Bioshock Infinite is on there. Um, I got quite into Detroit Become Human. It's quite low down on the list. Interesting. But I wouldn't have put it that high myself, but that's, if, that's an interesting If only because of the performances. Um, okay. I tend to go for a game that's got great story um, and has a performance that will engage you, which is why Uncharted 4 is top my sort of Uncharted games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if if the actors can make you feel something, that's what it's all about for me. I think if you I think if you had, because you had mentioned earlier in pre-show chat that you had never played The Last of Us, and I think if yeah. you had play the last of us yeah i feel Talk like about that might be your top game absolutely i think and performance driven yeah for sure if i'd have played it before like watching the cutscenes, that would have been on my list yeah but because i didn't like mm-hmm. engage with it myself yeah, yeah. yeah would you go back and play that now though like if you could get a remastered edition back and play it maybe i think i think i would want to play it before the last of us 2 comes out oh, I did okay. um, been there for um, a couple of months ago on playstation it was free for playstation plus subscribers oh, i have my gripes with this <laughs> i oh, tweeted okay. about this earlier so i responded to your tweet <laughs> oh, <laughs> you did yeah so i bought the uncharted collection the next month it was free on playstation plus I bought the Bioshock collection, and now this month it is free on PlayStation Plus. Oh, and I don't know why horror. PlayStation hates me, but yeah. I think it's, you're just really good at predicting them. That's, that's what it is. If it makes you feel any better, it's I have fun. similar issues with Game Pass to the point where I'm like, I'm really hesitant to buy new games on Xbox because it's like, it might come to Game Pass. I shouldn't yeah. buy it yet. <laughs> okay, though, but, but in the same vein, right? Uh, it doesn't always stay. Obviously, PS Plus uh, offers are only per month so mm-hmm. even if you had bought it like uh, this time and you'd perhaps missed it at least you have it now the same with game pass right the game pass games do not stay there forever they're True. rotated in and out is that right and yeah. on that note even like uh game pass playstation plus xbox live they're all uh contractual that you keep your membership mm-hmm. You can't yeah, play, you can't them, play you... them if you lose yeah. your membership right yeah so i think like maybe if you prefer yeah, I think right, that, right. like if you actually if you really like the game, like the Uncharted series, like the Bioshock mm-hmm. series, maybe it is always better to just purchase it. So. Right. Yeah. No, no loss there, Dino. No loss. Yeah. No <laughs> so I've been there too. I've been there. Um, I think everyone has had that problem where they bought a game and then it came out free. And... Yeah, or discounted, or always discounted. I've done it where I bought a game on the Xbox Store and then two days later it went on sale for like half that off happens. and oh, i called man. xbox and i said i just bought this can i get that deal and they were like sure i was like yes <laughs> nice it's, it's, it's all about taking that initiative to actually yeah contact you, if you ask yeah most people be like oh well no. See, i'm yeah. the most people i just wouldn't bother me too i'd be like dang it i've missed out on that offer i did get <laughs> yeah, a right? i got a refund on a digital game that i bought too that i i tried my damnedest to give it a good run and i just the game was super glitchy and really hard to play and i didn't enjoy it and i was like all right i can't i can't warrant having this game anymore so i called them i think two days after i bought it and they gave me a refund what game was it well agony Ooh, okay just so if you know the game 
um it was very much my ballpark if you know like a game that i kind of enjoy like a survival horror kind of thing and it was set in hell kind of like dante's inferno and i love dante's inferno ah, yes but it was massively massively glitchy uh the gameplay wasn't bad i was enjoying it until i got to a point in the story where it becomes outlast where you're just kind of hiding oh. from monsters and you can't hide there's nowhere to go they just catch you constantly because it's glitchy and the ai doesn't work right there's there's supposed to be this mechanic where you jump from body to body like you can move your soul from one body to another and it didn't work so oh, it became dear. very unplayable great <laughs> so i was like all right um i'm i yeah, yeah i'm not playing this anymore so <laughs> anywho let's see what Jonas's favorite game was if he has one it's i don't have a current favorite one because like like dean i of course if if we go off purely by nostalgia <laughs> it's like it's gonna be like mostly nope i'm not a, i've never played resident evil i've never side note i have a i have a side note i'm so sorry to interrupt go resident evil 2 is also on my list it was the first survival. It better be. Another side note. One, yeah. I never played Resident Evil 2, but two, it was recently Dan's birthday, and that artwork is by Will Shrike, and I got it for him. There you go. have a little nice. plug. Matching set. Well, yeah, absolutely. Why not plug it? You plugged it yourself. Yeah. It also, Will Shrike's work is like this. Yeah, so we might have to drop a link to that guy in the show. Like, this is by, who was the artist? Will Shrike. Yes. He's a, go check he's him out. Artist and, uh, he he's sounds like a Batman villain. Bill <laughs> Shrike. His, his stuff I is think really amazing. Bill, um, Bill Shrike. So yeah, I can pop it in. Jonas, what but, did you say? Sorry. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, if I if we go purely off by uh, nostalgia, it's uh, maybe Sly Cooper games like Sly Two and Sly Three. Oh, wow. I always played that with my uh, back then best friend, and uh, was always great. I always enjoyed Lego games, and like if we go by the PlayStation Three era, I always loved um, GTA Four. It had a great story, and Red Dead Redemption One had an amazing story and an amazing multiplayer. But current gen, it's really hard. I've always really loved the Dragon Age series. Oh yes, and The Witcher Three, of course, and. Persona Five and oh, there's just so many games. It's, it's just endless. Just goes there's on. There's just too many. All <laughs> of the it's it's it's, it's hard because there are also so many different genres. It's like it's like saying, yeah, what's your favorite song? And it's like, okay, what are we talking about? Are we talking about rock, pop, classic? It's it's mm-hmm. like when it comes to games, it's like, okay, what yeah. do you mean? Adventure, action, RPG, yeah. first person yeah. shooter. Okay, Cause, well, because you, you, it all you depends can't... on you as a gamer too. Because like you could True, be the type absolutely. of gamer who only plays one game and I, nothing else. In my opinion, you can't compare Resident Evil, for example, to I don't know Call of Duty because oh, of they're in two entirely different yeah, ballparks. It's just going to be like, yeah, like uh, someone, uh, Leon is a police guy and you're a military guy. That, that's it. But there's sure. no comparison. Uh, Okay, well, in that vein, then, I, I will go ahead and ask you a more specific question. Which is the game that has most impacted you or and or which is the game that you have played the most if you have played multiple rounds of whatever game? I think... You have one? game I've played the most might have been The Witcher 3. I had, okay. like, over 200 hours of play time on that okay. or maybe persona but affected me it's 
kind of hard to say because when I was a kid, I I played GTA for a lot. So it, it, I played it so much. You were too young to play that game. What are you doing? Yeah, I was going to say, I was like... We, we, I, 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 I can't say that because I totally did the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like when I was 10 years old, I played San Andreas. But oh. I had played GTA 4 so much that for the first time in a long time when I actually got into a car, I actually wanted to press the skip drive button for when you go into a taxi. And, <laughs> yeah. and I was like... What am I doing? I can't skip a real life drive just because I, whatever, and and I also ended up dreaming about your cousin Roman who wants to go out bowling and shit. And I, <laughs> on my first on my on my first playthrough of GTA Four, Roman actually died on my uh, first playthrough, and I was so horrified by that. Uh, I can't. That that affected me a lot, but oh, okay, well. Me. Most of the new, most of the games who are now considered classics, for example, The Last of Us, the first time I played them, I was maybe too young to understand the deeper meanings and the deeper sure. metaphors. Yeah, that. For example, The Last of Us, like for example, mm. when when um, uh, Joel's daughter dies, I can't remember. Sarah. That, yeah, Sarah. I was like, when I was like, like fourteen years old, I was just like, meh. Eh. But, but, but then when I played it for the, the second time here at the age of 21, I actually dropped a tear because even though I'm not a oh. dad, I still was still affected. A tear. But I... Uh, just uh, a single one. man tear. <laughs> <laughs> just the one and he never cried yeah. again. <laughs> Don't worry, you will be dead inside like me and nothing will affect you. Yeah. Uh, it's, Unless it's you play so Ori in the Blind Forest. I think I always get affected by RPG games where your companions, uh, um, what do you say? The, how they feel about you? What do you say? Uh, mm-hmm. Like in Dragon Age. Like in Dragon Age, where you, you everything is affected by how much they like you. Oh. Now I'm at I'm at the age where it's like I haven't completed Persona Five because I was afraid I couldn't get all the friendship points up to, until the end. And I'm kind of like it's gonna affect my ending, so I just never played it again. Uh, in that way, it has affected me because I get two people liking me. <laughs> I cannot, for example, the Infinite game. I cannot go bad side because I don't. I don't have it in my heart. You don't want anybody I'm to not like you. So <laughs> I can never it's like, I don't want this fake NPC guy to not like me. Yeah, like so, the like like you said, um, Detroit Become Human. Yeah, there's been a lot of people who've obviously played it the first right time, and then they play it again, and they're like, okay, I'm going to do a dark playthrough, and they basically choose all the the points where like everything will go wrong or people will die i can't yeah. do that i, I cannot say in, you wouldn't like, like watching me play detroit because i like to do the bad choices on purpose i don't have it I in my heart it. to kill people like every, with every a time button. i'd be like okay i'm gonna be bad this time and i keep ending up being good because i'm like uh yeah you gotta find I, have this, I have this thing where when i play like dragon age I always say, right, this time, I'm going to romance a different character. I always romance the same character. Every <laughs> time. So yes. I just yes. love you, Dorian. Your mustache is so great. Oh. <laughs> I, I I might not have gone for Dorian because I love Dorian, but if, when it comes to like Dragon Age game, it's always been Liliana, Isabella, Cassandra, like... Nothing's oh. gonna like just I, for reference I, I, as well. I have no idea what I don't know either because I've never played I, I, Dragon Age. It's I, really, I, really, really good RPG if you want to give an I, RPG a go. Okay, the lore is so great. Massive. A friend of mine actually re- recommended it to me today. 
Uh, what were we talking about? What is going on with the this serendipity team? today? I need to try Mass Effect it's all oh, the way through. Serendipity! I just bought a DVD today. The Shut <laughs> I swear to God, two DVDs. Uh, sorry, two movies on the one DVD: Doom and Serendipity. What is happening? Wait, this is why too would much? Doom and Serendipity be on the same DVD? <laughs> Dan, you mentioned Mass Effect. I've never actually played the original trilogy, but I played Crazy the newest dude. one, which everybody hates on. But maybe because it's my first Mass Effect or something like that, I fucking loved it because it was great. And I romanced Korra and it, it's all perfect. Yeah, but like, do it. I always like when it came to the Dragon Age game, I actually played the whole game. And it's also like a hundred hour playthrough. Yeah. I played the whole game over again. Just because the ra- the wrong person became divine, I was like, "Oh Fuck no!" That. So when <laughs> I played the uh, Trespasser DLC, yeah. I was like, "Mm-mm, mm-mm." I played the whole <laughs> game over again just because Liliana killed somebody she shouldn't, and Cassandra became divine, and I went like, "I, w- I don't want that. I, I-, I-, I don't like <laughs> that." No, uh, no. Uh, 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 no. So- <laughs> Again, <laughs> a, a, a year after I played it for the first time, I was like, I'm gonna play it through again, and everything has to be perfect. Cool. So I made a save every time I did a step mm-hmm. because I didn't wow. want to do the wrong choice. Well, based on that, Jonas, I would say d- don't play the new Fire Emblem game because it's all about relationships with people, uh-huh. and that'll probably drive you insane. I, I, I really wanted to play it, because, but it's only Switch, so yeah. it's uh, Switch exclusive. Uh-huh. And I'm like, ah, damn it, because it mm-hmm. looked really good. I've heard it's one of the most amazing games of 2019, and I'm hoping that eventually I might get around to playing it, but it sounds like quite the task to get through. Anyways, next question would be, what game are you looking forward to this year of 2020, excluding The Last of Us 2? I like to throw that in there because it drives people crazy. We're looking forward to that, so... Of of course we're looking to that, so... I think Dean should start with I have got, I've got one. I know this. It's Animal Crossing on Switch. Nice. <laughs> Who else said that recently? Last Who week. I think it was Ian? Was it Ian? Well, well Ian's brought up Animal Crossing, and we, you asked him what it Ian was. Ian and Dean. Oh, yeah, probably, actually. That's, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, yes, Ian. Nice. Uh, so excited. I've never played Animal Crossing, and it seems You'll to be this big so thing. you lose so many Like... I played oh one. I played, I think, the DS Animal Crossing. I don't remember which one it was. Um, New Leaf or something like that. It might have been New Leaf. I don't New remember. Leaf. Yeah, I didn't play it. That's that much. Like, I think that's the the newest one. There's like City Folk New. Um, is this like, somebody? Or, sorry, Ian described it as like The Sims, but with animals. Yes. Kind of. So essentially, what is um, in New Leaf, for example, you turn up in this town. They're like. You're the mayor now, and you're like, okay. And then you have to, they, Tom, there's this guy, Tom Nook, raccoon. He gives you a house, and he's like, all you have to do is just pay me back for this house. Um, and you make money. The money's called bells, but you can fish, you can collect, you can pick flowers, and you sell them all back to Tom Nook, and that's how you make money. Um, you can buy furniture, decorate, just one of those games. The closest thing I can relate it to is like Stardew Valley, if you've ever played that, or Harvest Moon. Oh, Stardew Valley, yeah, farming. Yeah, kind of like that. It's just like a a chill simulation game. You have to give back to society. Yeah. It's it's like one of those games aimed for children, but everybody of like 20 plus ends up playing it because they have nostalgia-related stuff to it. 
Honestly, yeah. it seems like that. Like anytime I see uh, advertised or anything like that poster of Animal Crossing, I automatically kids game. But mm-hmm. so many adults I know have spoken about Animal Crossing and their excitement for the new one, and I was like, really? Like yeah. this seriously? So I gotta get it. It's one of really- it's one of those games that you can just pick up and lose a good few if you need just to like de-stress. Yeah, okay, right. probably- so good. It's very chill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna go pick some flowers. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's literally it. Did you have an I'm answer, have Jonas? To do this. Get it. Do it. Do it. Do it, Pagan. Get it. Do it. Well, yeah, get it. Get it. Do it. I'll get Animal it. Crossing. Oh, I'm going to lose so many we, hours. I've we... already started with Critical Role. I don't know how many hours in my life oh, I have. You start watching Critical Role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did we uh, stall long enough for you there, Jonas? Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually have a couple of games I'm excited for. Okay. Um, Go for it. Definitely Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. It looks amazing. So I was kind of sad when I heard it was delayed, but I'm like, they want to polish it. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I'm re- and we are excluding The Last of Us Part Two, so I'm always, I'm also really looking forward to the Avengers PlayStation 4 game because oh, this is what too. this is what this is what really surprised me. Which also got me. delayed. <laughs> yeah, which also got delayed. <laughs> Troy Baker is voicing. Bruce, Bruce Banner, Banner, which is really interesting because in the yeah. Avengers television show he's Hawkeye. So when I hear uh, Troy Baker on the game, I'm gonna be like, "That's not that. That's, that's not right. <laughs> that, that's work. Hawkeye." And th- that's the same thing about like Nolan North. He voices Iron Man and, and Tony Stark. But for me, if we are excluding my Danish Deadpool. childhood dub, it's like yeah, also that. But it's like there are other people who are. He was also Rocket uh, Raccoon. Was. Was. Mm-hmm. was and also i've I've never played a uh, final fantasy 7 so i'm also kind of excited for the uh, final fantasy 7 remake it looks good nice it looks uh, it looks really great because i played final fantasy 15 as my own final fantasy and i really enjoyed that so uh always look also looking forward to that other than that i'm just um sitting patiently don't know what to play right now other than dragon age origins for the second third time just uh, trying to kill time waiting for <laughs> stuff to come out uh, sure. because everything has been delayed there was a spring release so it's like nah fall because closer to the next gen and speaking of final fantasy you're gonna lose me for a while because all the final fantasy games are coming to xbox game pass soon i'll be oh, gone no. <laughs> r.i.p dan yeah we'll yeah. be texting dan you'll like like reply four days later just like, be like <laughs> Like I'm like skinny and rotting. Yeah, like, your hands are stuck <laughs> in this position. Yeah, like, it's been 83 years. You're, you're gonna be like Cartman <laughs> on like the uh, like DC Warcraft uh, episode. Like, man, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> we made that reference last week or the week we before. We sure did. Yeah, we wow. did. We made that reference last week on World of Warcraft. Uh, Just don't leave your table. Anyways, let's move on to the last, and I think. Probably the funnest question. What would you like to see the guys play next? But he, there's there's got to be something you've been I, thinking I, about. I, I know they're going to play it because of course they're going to play it. But it is actually Uncharted 3 because it's actually my favorite Uncharted. Hold on um, now. Hold on now. I'm talking about retro replay. Not definitive oh, playthroughs. Um. I wasn't alive for most of the retro games. Doesn't matter. So I doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. No, okay. well, like what was retro for you, Jonas? Like PlayStation right, exactly. One was retro for me. Uh, uh, then uh, 
Ah, uh, I think I really <laughs> actually see Nolan. Jeff Goldblum's here. I really want to see Nolan play GTA San Andreas because I just want to see the chaos that they're... There you go, that's perfect. Um, Good answer. That is and then I'm going to be like, Troy's going to be like, oh, I totally played this game and you're going to play it this way and it just fucks up again. And Nolan's going to play it completely <laughs> differently because he always does. Yeah, He's going to mm-hmm. think logically. Like, I would really like them to see that, but... Like the, 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 it's all about the hang. Yeah, it's about the game, all about the hang. But yeah, yeah I'm just gonna say GTA San Andreas, and I I'll take one. it. It works for me. That's perfect. Because it's what's retro to you, and it's what you think would be enjoyable to watch the guys play. That's what it's all about. Well, it doesn't matter if it's a retro game per se. If you think it would be fun for the guys to watch. Play. It's actually true because they did play Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which in my point of view is like, it came out in 2007, which is... That's a long time ago at this point, though. Yeah, That's right. 13 years ago? Yeah. 13 years ago, but still, it was Jesus. part of my childhood. It's like... But that's also... Like, Why are they... That's more than half as old as you are. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that, that, true. That, that, that is true, but it's just, I was really surprised. I was like... Because we've gotten used to all the other games we play, like Altered Beast and Come Jump with Me, brother, and stuff like that. But <laughs> yeah. when, when bounce Falcon with me, brother. Bounce with me, brother. So, so when they were going to play, like ta- the f- time when Nolan said, "Let's have a knife fight," I had fucking little chills because that's just what you <laughs> did when you were young. You know, played Call of Duty. What you did. It was just gonna yeah. be like guns we're gonna knife each other and troy was like yeah. oh, okay we're gonna we're gonna knife each other and he just nolan just absolutely destroyed troy and we're so like satisfying <laughs> the good answer yep. good. follow up okay <laughs> wow uh, that's a that's a lot to follow up um either something like croc or gex Ooh. just because Ooh. they were like not known games. Yeah, I was gonna PS1. say those are some of the um, like off the mainstream like yeah. classic platformer action games on the PS1, Absolutely. which I've played both of them. Yeah. I definitely have more oh, fond so memories good. of Gex than Croc. I don't really remember. Gex Croc 3D was so, so good. good. Yeah, or something like Glover, <laughs> Glover, which is like one of those really, really kind of glitchy games, mm-hmm. um, which I think would be fun to play because it would just stress them out. I think I played Glover on Nintendo 64 back then. Yeah, and the 3D was go. a little better on it, so I was like, oh, this looks better on Nintendo, which no one ever said again after that. <laughs> um, also, um, if they do virtual replay again, I really, really, really want to see them do L.A. Noir VA case files. Ooh. That would be cool. Because L.A. Noir is a game I should have added to my favorite games list. It's like mm. one of the only games I've completely So platinum. I'm just picturing Dean now with like a giant scroll that she unfurls and it like goes yeah. on infinity. Like, here's my it's list of favorite games. <laughs> I got so many. Like, Understandably, there are a lot out Beat there that Saber. are just... They should yeah. totally do Beat Saber. They should do. They should do. I, the want to see I would love to see them do some beat. Mm. Indeed, that'd be very entertaining. And then I don't know. Maybe they could get around to Rush of Blood. I don't know, Drew. Just saying. Until Keep dawn, Rush of Blood. That's all you gotta do. Please, please. That is. It's just brilliant. And I don't think they're gonna do it. Or 
<laughs> they did say <laughs> in the recent members live clown. chat, they're like, we, no one's like, I, I don't want to do a scary game, <laughs> especially not in VR. Yeah, yeah. And I think like he doesn't want to do anything that will cause motion sickness either. And I think Rush of Blood can, if you're that way inclined. It, um, I have a personal story with this. Um, a cousin of mine brought his VR over. And we played Rush of Blood. We were not aware that you're supposed to sit down to play this game. <gasps> no, so my mum, my mum played it. She and it gets to the like in the first level where you go up, and then you go down. And as the coaster went down, my mum went backwards and literally went straight into my granddad's lap. No, so <laughs> surprise like, lap dance. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah, so it was, she well, was like, she was, just fell straight on her ass. I was oh, like, oh, no. no. It was hilarious. Yeah, then you have to sit for that game. Those are the best uh, VR stories. Yeah. yeah. I We we got VR, um, and I think, like, the first Christmas we had VR, we got all, like, all of my fiance's family to sit down and be like, you have to try this, you have to try this. And we we did the demo of the kitchen. Uh, oh, no. Seven some classic responses also like yeah. into the into the deep ocean dive oh um, on the playstation world yes so great like because people are just not expecting the shark and it's just yeah. such perfect content we filmed it we love it we still watch it it's great <laughs> we did that to my dad this christmas oh priceless. it was so funny priceless my sisters gave me a tryout some public place and I played, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, hot, uh, super hot. That was super mm. hot. Oh, super hot. That was yep. so it, good. It's like, it's like, it doesn't matter. The guys played it. It doesn't matter how shitty you are, but when you actually kill some of those diamond crystal people, you feel like an absolute beast. So, so, oh, so okay, good. Okay, I don't have my, I don't have any more bullets in my gun, so I'm just going to yeah. use my gun yeah, to deflect it. the bullets, or not for it, but deflect the bullets of the enemy until it gets close enough to punch him. It, it feels so satisfying. And then we had to do that uh, walk the plank kind of thing where you'd go up on an elevator and then have to walk the plank. Like, I was kind of prepared, so, and they actually put down a literal plank for you to walk on. So, oh, no. they, they were. <laughs> and I wasn't faced at all. I just went down and popped out outside because I knew the, the, the ending was supposed to be to, to jump from the yeah. plank. I wasn't faced at all because I was prepared because <laughs> I had told me about it, but. It's it is very interesting. Like we we recently did um, a replayer meetup in Ireland where we went to VR uh, house workshop thing where we did like a thirty minute VR game. Uh, I can't remember called now, <laughs> but it was, it was really cool. It was set in space and stuff. And I think like we had all had VR experience, so we all kind of knew uh, how to align yourself, I guess, when you're playing VR. Uh, yeah. Because even the the like the chaperone or whatever was just like. But you could kind of tell that you have your experience because there's a moment where you're going down in the spaceship, like on a slope, and then you're coming up on a slope, but it's all level ground in real life. So yeah. people like lose their minds and start going like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck? Um, but all of us were like, not at all phase. We're just like, mm. it's cool. Unless there was like stuff that was high. And then I think one of one or two of us, because again, there's this walk the plank bit in it. Um, while you're being shot at and stuff, there's people like that that did have a bit of a like, oh god, because it does look so real. But those yeah. are the best VR experience, and it really does get you. And you're like, oh, I was when you forget for just for a minute, you're like, Whoa. yes, yeah, whoa. 
Oh. I have yet to try VR, and I, I will soon, hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. I can only recommend it. Yes. But but you yeah. have to go, you have to go in there with, the, with like a like a you have to be prepared that you might think you're cool, but for the people who are watching you with yeah, you I've seen like people idiot. playing <laughs> VR on the outside. I went to a convention Ridiculous. recently where people were playing VR and seeing like people like <laughs> like their heads just all over the place and it looked goofy like, like, as hell. The first game I played VR was actually Beat Saber. And and I actually stopped playing it because I got too conscious of how I'm being like outside mm. because I, I was my, outside my sister in the actually, real world. Yeah, because I was <laughs> not afraid, but I was like my sister came up to me and just like tapped me on the shoulder because she was taking a picture of me. I was like, like okay, yo, I'm gonna stop you're playing looking this now real because... ridiculous. You need to chill. Yeah, out. like like <laughs> you should go kill yourself. Like, oh no, it's terrible. We had a punch nine in the face. <laughs> <laughs> we had a we were at Comic Con. Uh, I think it was Dublin last year they had a vr setup place and uh, adam was like he wanted to have a look at it because i don't think it was it wasn't playstation vr i think it was i think it was the vibe okay, i'm not sure i think so um but i'm not sure so he was like i want to see what that feels like and what that looks like compared to what i have at home and i was like yeah sure and they were playing beat saber so anyway there's like two people there's like 15 people in front of him and like they do a level each or whatever or two levels each or something and it was just great because these level of people were all just there to experience VR. Was like, little did they know, Adam had been doing Beat Saber for a while, <laughs> was like knocking shit out of the park. Literally, three of the coordinators that were running it, they got together and they were just like watching him, be like, <laughs> "That's pretty." Like, is he just really good? <laughs> and I was like, mm, "He's clearly done this before." Because uh, his like his points just kept going up and up and up, like. 20 times more than anybody's points were going. He got the high score. Damn. Oh, yeah, he got the high score. Like, it was, it was very funny to watch. Because they're just all about, like, how is he? What the fuck? Whoa, what the fuck? Where'd you come from? Sat there, like, <laughs> is this man? Yeah. Because all of them are, like, kids, some adults, whatever, because they're just interested to see what it looks like. Adam's there fucking knocking shit out of the park. <laughs> like, let me show how it's done, kids. Yeah, basically, <laughs> step aside. Sit down for a second. Yeah. Sit down, bitches, and show you what's worth. All right, what do you guys say we move on to this week's episode yeah. of The Last of Us playthrough? Which you Oi. haven't fully watched. Oi, <gasps> how, how dare you call me out, sir? How dare you? Ooh, what a cool. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the same <laughs> way because I, I, I watched The Last of Us uh, videos in segments because you can. I'm the kind of guy who could get a bit like, oh my god, they played through this time 20 times. Get on with it. It's not so hard. Stop dying. <laughs> so so I end up always like taking the Breaks. video in, in, yeah, in bits of pieces. <laughs> so when it comes out on Tuesday, uh -huh. um, yeah. I end up finishing it on Thursday for the retro replay. Oh, it, was okay. good. it was great that Ashley finally joined. Yes, I it was, was going to say to finally, just yeah, to kind of... Introduced as far as the episode, it did have Ashley Johnson on there, who of course played Ellie, as we all know here. If there's mm -hmm. anyone listening who isn't a huge Last of Us retro replay fan, it's just like, what the heck is this replayer podcast nonsense? Ashley Johnson <laughs> is an actress who played Ellie in The Last of Us. Go check it out. Anyways, yeah. she did get to finally come on the show. We've all been asking and waiting for it forever. Uh, and she did get to play, which was probably one of the Inverse. better parts of the episode, I would say. Yes, I didn't see all of it, but <laughs> I'm getting there. 
plays inverted. She yeah, plays that's inverted. really annoying. In, in, in some kind of way, it broke my heart. So that means she has it no was soul. Great. I don't it was great so. when he got the, Troy got the controller back and he was like, oh god. Uh, <laughs> I've done that before with friends who play yeah, inverted. Yeah, like, you, oh dear yeah. god. Nolan commented on. Yeah. Nolan was like, oh I can't. I think, though, like, I could understand where she's coming from. Like, all the games that she used to play just automatically had inverted controls. So she just got used to it, and that's how she plays now. Because I think, like, I remember inverted controls being with um, Harry Potter games. on PlayStation Yeah, but if it's a third-person camera behind the person... But you don't shoot in Harry Potter either, though. You're not using guns no, to but, like, shoot you're, people. No, but you have like, to, like, control, control like, spells. Spell. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm only into, into like inverted if you're actually flying. If you're like yeah. GTA that, when you're flying a plane, that's like when you're flying. It's supposed yeah. to be inverted though. That's how you fly. Yeah. <laughs> but when it, yeah. when it comes to like controlling the camera, it has to be normal. <laughs> normal, not inverted. I don't What's know, your definition of normal? <laughs> Being a lefty. People like fly playing inverted. That's great. I, I have actually to say think it's something real much quick. more difficult. So. <laughs> Say something real quick. I'm really glad that we do a video version of the podcast now because people can understand what's happening when Pagan does her pauses. Because she used to do those pauses in the original episodes of just the audio, and it was always like, Pagan, are you there? And she was like, and then she would come right back with whatever she was saying, and we were like, uh, okay, you're still talking. That's so true. I used to do that all the time in the beginning episodes because I I think while I speak, my mouth's a bit too quick for my fucking brain sometimes. So I'll be like, well, <laughs> and then I forget what I was gonna say. So I pause mid sentence. So sure, yeah, thank God there's a video version. Really of try to be bilingual when you have to actually think about the grammatical way that you are saying things. I had to try. I did French six years. Seven. It's so hard when you're like seven speaking, and a half years actually, and like seven hundred words a minute, and there's like so hard interests instead of trying to form it. Do you know why though? It's because like if you want to be really fluent, a friend of mine told me. Um. It was like, if you really want to be fluent and if you really want to be better at your language, is like trying to think in the language is better for you. So when yeah, you're going that. to do something, like think about it first in French and then go do it. Because then start, as soon as you start to learn how to think in French and you can speak French better. Uh, so I tried that for like my French oral exam and it did very well. It, it was a lot really of pausing. When, <laughs> when you're daydreaming and dreaming, try to dream in your other language because I Ooh. did that really much. I dreamt English. I thought English. I every conversation I had in my brain and I thought stuff it was in English and it pretty much it has paid me. off. Your English is exquisite. Well, gee, I didn't even speak English good. So. <laughs> I gotta know these words. <laughs> What's it? I ain't speaking grammar. From London or something, you know what I mean? Uh, no, you sound right. like you're from London. Yeah, from London blood. In it, in it, in it, bruv. For those that don't know, I recently moved to Texas, and I've had people call me out for trying to like make fun of Texans when I'm just doing my own New York rural accent. Oh, like, no. I'm not doing Texas. I'm just doing a New York redneck and rural. Can I say, though, right on, on this topic that has been brought up several times before, probably on the podcast, but in my life every single day. Oh, yeah. This might happen to you a lot, though, Dan, because you might be picking up inflections of Texan accents. Oh, I probably am. You might, mm-hmm. you might not know that you're doing it, and people perceive that as you're mocking their accent, when really you're subconsciously you're trying to 
Yeah, you're just trying to emulate what they're doing so that you can reach mm-hmm. them on another level. I do this all the time. I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Somebody has a thick no, accent and they're talking to me. Yeah. I swear to God, I will start talking in their inflection and start. Same. Their, like, well, I've done language. it. If I watch a lot of British television, like if I get on like a Doctor Who streak or something and watch sure. a lot of British television, or we know a lot of replayers who live in the UK, i.e., you know, most of you guys. Um, <laughs> I get chatty with a lot of the UK replayers, and before I know it, I'm like saying like the soliloquies and like the different phrasing that the British. Yeah, the colloquialism. That's the word I wanted. Thank you. I know. Soliloquy. That's a whole other thing. My brain went, duh, I should have paused like Pagan. Try to switch between both of them because the first three years of my elementary school, I learned American English. And then, no, first six years I learned American English, and then my last Not royal three English. years of elementary school, I learned British no, English. No, the Queen's English. <laughs> the Queen's and, English and then because I, I spoke American English to my British friends, they started correcting me, and I'm like, dude, I've been taught American <laughs> English, and now I'm like switching between them saying bins sometimes and trash cans other times. and like, This is the thing, though. Like, I think people petrol. underestimate how influential uh, culture is on an accent. Like, the American culture. Like, I was mm. a kid. I wanted to be an actor. All the actors that I saw on TV America. And there were American mm. movies. And there were American stars and American Oscars. Mom, and thank God. And thank you, Dad. Like, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, well, clearly, if I want to be an actor, I must be like that. That all sounds normal. What are you talking about? I'm confused. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. It's always this is cool because so many times Dan's like, well, I like imagine imagine George Lassenby. He was like a, an Australian, and he had to play James Bond. He actually had to teach himself British accent, so he actually had a uh, wood inside his mouth to start to sound. Stop. Mm-hmm. And he, it's always like, interesting to me how um, English people can do really good American accents. But the same is not true. American people can't do good it English accents. So like, it's I know. Not, like it's Dick Van Dyke syndrome. Like, actually, actually oh, like Mary Bobby. <laughs> Hello. Every yeah. British people I know, they or every American I know, I always hear them speak really, really good, especially voiceovers or voice actors, because it's obvious they can make yes. like Troy and and the Nolan. They can make really good british accents they're from my right. year who's, who's not yeah, yeah, all right. they're, they're yeah I'm, okay. not, I'm not native i'm yeah. not native so i can't really tell but <laughs> oh no they're good but i, I think they're seem kind of americanized british accent yeah sure. yeah, yeah See, i i would find it like super easy to switch into an american accent but i don't know how easy it would be for dan to come and do an english accent now so if we like switch accent, i'm sure mine would be the very americanized British and the funny thing is if I try to think about it and do British accent it sounds terrible I, I'm assuming <laughs> uh, it's probably offensive and you know hurts do feelings. It. I want to hear but it I need to if hear I'm now. goofing around like I do it once in a while like if I'm playing a video game and I'm just getting goofy like that's where like I get kind of I, I don't know it probably just as offensive if nothing else and I couldn't even tell you like there's no mindset to it I couldn't be like I don't, I don't really know how to say all the things in a british accent yeah yeah so, i think like i mean the, the I, th- I think i agree with you because i think it's because my go-to is oi but i think it's because british accents have a very soft palate in terms of like their yeah. um, your nouns and everything um your vowels and stuff are uh well shaped and they're quite soft in the mouth whereas i think american 
quite hard and flat mm-hmm. and A's and R's yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Like, you know what There's I mean? There's so a really, really. And, and that kind of yeah. thing. So I think that's where a difficulty would come from. Absolutely. In transitioning of accents. But there are people who just do it mighty fine. There's a really good vocal coach. Um, his name is Eric Singer. If you've ever, you should look him up on YouTube because he talks at length about accents. I'm hooked on this guy. He's so good. And he can just do every accent off the bat. And it's yeah. impeccable. I actually will also shout out, there's a, a, a girl on Facebook and I appreciate sure this on Twitter as well. Her name is Holly Renault. And she, mm-hmm. uh, she and I work Kylie together. Renault. Uh, Renault. <laughs> uh, R-E-N-E. AO, I can link her down as well. She's amazing. She's a dialect coach. Um, can also just do any accent off the back. Yeah. She's a freelance dialect coach. So if anybody is struggling for it or they want advice, um, I can pop her down as well. Mm, that'd be good Incredible. to know. Because I definitely yeah. want to try to like develop my own ability at the same time. This was yeah. this has been a great talk about The Last of Us. So <laughs> we did um, really good. Anyways, Done let's so move well. on to retro replay. Anyway, what is going to happen, you guys? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Uh, welcome to the podcast. I was going to say, here, go talk about the episode of The Last of Us that I missed some of. And then we talked about nothing else. We literally right, tangented accents. our balls off. I like my balls. I don't have any left, so I definitely tangented them all off. Any left? No, oh, yeah. I'm still waiting to grow mine. It's from, so. it's from those things. They're just from the tangents. Like, if you tangent too much, it's not going to happen. Those balls are just going <laughs> to... I'm just going to have to stop tangenting. Yeah, it's just, I guess it's just the point now. Right, okay, rest of replay. Great, great what show. What does that Good. mean, tangent your balls? <laughs> so, um, we're just done with The Last of Us, huh? We're going to move on? <laughs> I don't know. I, it sounds like, good. With Last of Us, I think, like, it's important to say, yes, we were waiting for Ashley Johnson forever. She yeah. was really good sometimes, and then also really not good and then troy had to take over again that's fine and um was not the whole also, section was extremely frustrating especially the bit where they got to david bit and like yeah. I think everybody was screaming at troy be like don't walk over the plates stop stop, sprinting. With troy. stop sprinting like fucking stop trying to marry down. him yes sit down and listen it's for david like there are square. this is a mechanism and you have to do it right to get it and you have to do it three times more. um i was gonna say if we do talk about the last of us that's Really, all you're going to get from me is me bitching about Troy and <laughs> how he plays. <laughs> like, I got to stop give shitting Troy on so Troy. so much shit on this show. We need to the, the, stop. The, like, they the are problem good is, people. The problem we love you, Troy. Gives advice, yeah, we love it. He, he gives advice, but it's like he gives the wrong advice with confidence. It's like, press square. Yeah. It's square. Oh Try my goodness. It's like, no, no, oh. it isn't. It isn't. Listen, in his heart, he... Right, so... Yeah. I, I, know, I know he was Joel, but he He's can't... trying. It drives me crazy when Nolan will ask him how to shoot, and he goes, "Oh, press left or L two R two." Like, yeah, it's like that's not context enough. L two R two doesn't mean anything. Hold L two to aim and R two to shoot. Yeah, like just saying L two R two means nothing. If you want to reload, then stop holding L two and then press R two. It's like especially, especially. I I I think everyone can relate when you're playing a game, especially with guns. Like every time you've shot. You shot. You need to reload immediately. Yeah. When, when instant when habit. Reload, yeah. Immediately reload. Played, yeah. Immediately reload. When Nolan played uh, Uncharted for the first time, I was like, 
What does he reload? I can't take it. He has five bullets left in his back. Reload, oh, goddammit. You're not going to be prepared for the next battle. You're going to fucking die. Reload, reload. And I was like, and, and then and then he started <laughs> playing the um, Uncharted 2. And he's like, oh, so this is how you reload. And he just stopped doing it. He stopped reloading. He's like, oh, I need to reload. Like, oh my god, <laughs> reload. The thing uh, about Troy, like, saying things with confidence reminds me. There was a bit in Uncharted where he kept telling Nolan to pick up the foul. Nolan picked it up, immediately switched it for the AK-47, and as soon as he switched it for the AK-47, Troy went, oh yeah, you gotta get that foul, bro, it's gonna get you. And I'm like, you just saw him pick up the AK-47. He dropped the foul. You're not paying attention, dude. <laughs> that, that's the I thing, think, like, um... Nolan plays, presses triangle too much, so when he's picking up weapons yeah. or ammo, yeah, he, he's I like... Think he struggles, though. I think he just, like... Yeah, he struggles doing it. However, I will say... I thought it was extremely funny in this episode, and he's done it a little bit before, where Troy gets annoyed at backseat gaming, where Nolan is giving it's advice, and Nolan is giving solid, ironic. solid advice, actually. And yeah, Nolan's Troy really good like, at, like, pointing things listen, out. I have the controller, I'm gonna, like, I, you're like, he's trying to help you, and he's I'm, giving I'm, you sound I'm advice, really don't step on the fucking place. I had hoped, like, Maybe he will. Oh, fair, see, fair, now fair, I would have assumed fair. that Nolan would have played that part. No, at Troy, Troy, or at least Ashley. I figured Ashley would have. Yeah, but but I I thought like okay, if not since Ashley took the joystick back to Troy, I was like I had hope that Troy would be like, hey, do you want to kill yourself? Like, <laughs> do you want to kill David? And he's like, heck yeah! I'm like, but it but, didn't happen. But they have cut it. They stopped the episode right yeah. as the cutscene was triggered. So it could like I mean, you don't really technically have the handle on it when that happens so i feel like yeah the next part really of the game is be, playing that section you know what i mean the next part of, of the game is going to be uh, joel trying to sneak through the town to get to ellie which so, is fantastic great great i, oh, I hate whole, it i hate it i love the whole winter thing the I winter so section sneaky. of this game so good so good i thoroughly enjoyed playing this it came with so many surprises to be handed over myself. to ellie like as a character and like grab it and go through this it's just incredible and it kind of reminds me of that streamer who was like seeing the rabbit woke up like oh that's so cute yeah (laughs) that was me that was me and that was me when callus died as well we are here to talk about the definitive playthrough not the game itself because we've done that enough <laughs> well, was, I, just I can't even like, count how many times we sat here and be like, "Oh, The Last of Us is so brilliant." We're talking about the playthrough. To my credit, it point. did happen in the episode. It did happen in the episode. That's, that's why I, I brought it up. I, I so, like, know, but we like it, it always <laughs> no, devolves it into in like the last, the last of Us did that so well, and it's so great. Like, you know, we're here to talk about the guys playing The Last of Us, not the game <laughs> itself. Um, I do think though, like I think the Ashley entrance and. Being handed the controller as well, I was not expecting. I thought this like when they teased that. In was the she trailer, the first guest like, to play? Oh my god! Yes, yes, she was. Yeah, yes, she was, and rightly so. Rightly, absolutely, so. yeah. Because um, if anything, that's the point yeah, of these definitive playthroughs. It's the person who played the character playing the game. It's playing Nolan the... playing Nathan. Absolutely. It's Troy playing Joel. Brainfart. <laughs> or no, it's a it's a pagan dynamic pause. Joel, and now we get <laughs> Ashley to play Ellie. Ellie. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that was no, really entertaining to see, and there was quite a lot of people in the chat. We had 5,000 viewers on the live chat, um, yeah. which is amazing because they haven't done that since 
the first episode of the retro replay last of us have been to play i didn't see numbers like five thousand people watching since then so i'm sure yeah. there was a lot of critters in, in the uh, like critical role fans in the chat um which was so nice to see them that was hopping that was like really alive it was and stuff was on happening. fire mm-hmm. yeah that's where I do, turn do it off because it goes too fast for my old man eyes. Behind? <laughs> I don't think they will, Jonas. If I'm honest, I don't think they will. I, I think I like, like, agree. I hope so because it's like, or if, at least if they bring Ashley back, it's going to be like this is a great development for Ellie because she's alone in this part and she's going to be when we see the part where it actually turns out that she's actually turns out to be a gay icon because she kisses her. I can't remember her the name of her friend. Spoiler for anybody who hasn't played. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> say that behind. Sorry. If they've seen I, the trailer actually, for actually, The Last of Us 2, they should get that, if, though. They should if, if get they, that, yeah. Also that, but it's not really a spoiler because they talk about it in the original game. Or they, t- they talk about her being her friend, like, for example, Bill. And it's just... Yeah, but I just think, like, like for character development, it would be to see them play through that. Like, the same thing with um, yeah. when they get to Uncharted 4, I want to see them a, uh, the Lost Legacy. Yeah, Lost Legacy. Well, it's like a great. full standalone game. On its yeah, own. yeah. However, it, it actually is. It is actually a standalone game. Massive. I think. Look, I think the Last of Us Left Behind and Uncharted: Lost Legacy are incredible games. Incredible games. I just don't think it would make all that much sense for them to go back, especially to play like yeah. the Last of Us Left Behind, mm, because I right. think the idea is that obviously Troll is uh, Troy is playing Joel, and mm. he's gonna play he's as a Troll. Joel. <laughs> He's a troll. Um, <laughs> yeah, trolling. Um, yeah, so I feel like this, it would jar slightly if they were going to play that. If Ashley Johnson wants to at all ever play a stream and she wants to play The Last of Us Left Behind, everybody would tune into that. But I feel like mm-hmm. it could Claudia just Black. jar a little bit. And Claudia Black and Bar uh, Bailey to, pay, to play The Last Legacy would be amazing. I know that, um, I won't actually say much about that because there's like spoilers and stuff for that but i just think like it would seem off base for the head and play would be yeah it wouldn't make sense, sense for them to play like a full standalone ellie dlc when mm. neither of them are in it really yeah right yeah it just wouldn't make sense it would be cool to see but at the... yeah yeah just hope i'd say they'll, I'd say they'll just complete it um then I don't know, like for Tuesday content, I don't know what they have. Well, maybe we'll have Uncharted three by then, so there'll be that hiatus. Yeah, fingers crossed. Then... I would imagine they they could play. There's a number of Troy games that they could move they into. They could do um, Bioshock Infinite, actually. Exactly. Well, I actually don't think they're gonna get to a first person shooter because, in my experience, which I've noticed very much, Nolan is not very good at multitasking the book and. Well, it's Troy like would be playing it's like, I can't, Yeah, I would imagine Troy would play it. It should be yeah, Troy playing. No. Yeah, 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 of course, but yeah, yeah, still, it would be interesting, but... I think the prediction, I think they will uh, like finish Lost of Us or yeah. whatever, and then they'll, they'll start Uncharted 3. Um, but if they are going to drop content on a Tuesday, as if, like, if they're still going to continue to make content for Tuesdays, I don't think they're going to play a game again. I think they will start incorporating the stuff they've ended on Twitter. So, mm-hmm. Nolan's advice, oh, Nolan's yeah, advice for his story. Gotcha. Start incorporating the... Oh, yeah, I, forgot, I have forgotten about the story times. I'm actually Which I think is, um, 
Which I think is a really great move on Retro Replay's part. I think it's a really great move to connect wider with. It's about the hang. It's about the hang. Mm. And also, like, there's so, like, the live chats, if the membership live chats, they go so fast and it's so incredibly mm -hmm. hard to get a question across without spamming the chat. So I think this is a great way. Like, if someone really wants to know how, how did you find out that you Which, got past this book? I got away? a question answered by doing that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, it's the first time I got them to answer a question because I spammed the chat for the first time ever. Yeah. I felt bad, but it got my question answered. That's, yeah, that's the only way you can, though. Whereas this mm -hmm. now is going to be so much better because they can listen to the questions, structure them in a way that they can answer them uh, for the chat. Obviously, I think Uncle Noli's will be tongue in cheek yeah. as sure. usual. Uh, but to be fair, I don't know. I don't think it'll all be like that because I think, you know, Uncle Nolan's very fatherly. I think yeah, especially he came nice in with some solid advice. advice in like the first third of level three, like out yeah. of nowhere. It might be a mixed bag, I think. A little bit of a joke, a little bit of seriousness, a little bit of joke. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of back the thing. Like, like Nolan, he tried to like show himself off this stupid like one, like, oh, I, I get lost in a supermarket, like, little sure. north, get, come get your husband. Like, it, but he's also like, is experienced in life, both good and bad, so he can They're actually both... give it off. And so, so, mm -hmm. so when they actually go into go for storytelling, it's going to be great because they, of course, since they're voice actors, they have the voices to do it. Yeah. Like, for example, if you think on like Christmas 2018, where they did a Christmas story in Christopher Walken and Jeff Goldblum's voice, <laughs> I've, I've, I've listened to that so many times because so they, they might be doing it for the laughs, but it's, it's you actually get entrenched in that story and i was kind of disappointed that they didn't do another christmas story in like walk in bloom style this or last year so it would be kind of funny to make them like new stories and like their in mm. their respective voices like boom zoom bang. what i think is great about the channel though is i think if there's enough recommendations for it if people liked it enough and asked for it or requested for it i do think that the, that they would do it again yeah they take a lot of so... like user input on board they really do mm -hmm. and that's like the nicest thing that they could do for the community yeah. so, but, yeah. but like like you guys i haven't really done it before i just like do you if you get requests do you like send an email or twitter or youtube like what's your go-to uh, when you want to connect to the actual developers to twitter seems to be the biggest yeah. place that they react to um yeah. and tagging tagging uh troy and drew um you can obviously tag nolan and pj as well obviously um or just to like email it in or pop it on the youtube comments because yeah. they read and like every yeah, single they, youtube they comment so just pop it down and that they definitely take they pretty much they acknowledge not... every my youtube comment yeah they, they might not reply but you know that it's acknowledged and that they read it so i think mm -hmm. i think that is a good way i think you comment twitter if you want to email drew you can Again, you're not always guaranteed to reply. Like, there's such busy people anyway. And it's the same mm -hmm. with Twitter. But I likely do see it. So I, I think YouTube comment is probably my first bet than Twitter. Yeah. All right. We should be moving on because we are starting to run a little long. Let's so, move on. All the tangents are wonderful. That's what we're here for. We love <laughs> we, the tangents. Tangent your balls. But yep. also trying to, like, keep our episodes a little bit tighter. <laughs> so let's move no, on. No, no problem. Um, we did not get a cyanide time. and happiness short this week. On that note, um, no, I think not. I think they said they were doing only four. Yeah, um, but they've only done three, haven't they? No, I'm pretty sure we have four. I think we have four. A new uh, country guys and, and Phil Kensington. And Phil Kensington. Yeah, yeah, Phil okay, so I wasn't aware that that they were only going to do four, and then I'm assuming it's yeah. gonna be a little bit of a break I... before we get some more. It along. was in like the um, 
It was in the description. It said four out of four. Yeah. Okay. I I really wanted Sal and Vin to be a anime. I thought there would be one. Maybe they're holding on to it for a little while to pace it out a little bit. um, They have some live action stuff for that. Yes. I've seen the live action stuff. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Because they showed that at MCM. I think Mm -hmm. that's maybe, maybe that's what they can do because they are incorporating those live action clips into their shows. So perhaps they wouldn't release it in an animation uh, version for for Cyanide and Happiness because they could use it as a... All right, so uh, let's uh, move right on to Retro Replay 2. Again, to hurry things on a little bit, just because we're very long here. Uh, The guys (laughs) played the PS2 Classic SSXS. And I got to say, that was the first PS2 game I ever played and owned, because I got it with my PlayStation 2. So that was a fun episode for me. And I also want to start off this conversation by saying Nolan killed it on that episode. No, did so good. He, did so he killed it in the game and in the jokes and the humor. Like, oh man, it was just like perfect. Nolan, Nolan. was on point this episode. Yeah. It was like, Nolan bam, was being bam, the best bam. Noli he can be. <laughs> <laughs> he was living his best life. He really was, and he was killing it in the game. And like, I don't care if Troy's button was stuck <laughs> and he kept falling because of it. <laughs> yeah, Listen, he had a handicap the whole game. The button was stuck. Yeah, I yeah. could get a fair run at it. Always have handicap. But Nolan was playing very efficiently. He was just like barreling down the mountain. He was very good at it. Anyways, SSX is a snowboarding video game. The first of the series, it was developed by EA Canada and published by EA Sports Big for the PS2. If you don't know what I meant by that reference, you got to go play old PlayStation 2 games. Uh, The game came out in 2000. The year 2000. Wow. 20 years ago. It was the first title released under the EA Sports Big publisher label. And it is specialized in extreme sports with an arcade feel, Troy. Not an arcade game, arcade feel. <laughs> it was an arcade feel, yes. Yes, which... Uh, I... Go ahead. I've never... Well, I did play this game. Uh, I played it multiple times. However, I had a love for Cool Borders. Mm. So I preferred Cool Borders over SS3. Oh, there you go. Tricky. That's, that's my run of it. SSX I Tricky did... is a different game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Um, but I just think, like... I didn't enjoy it as much as, like, other games, so I did play it. Mm-hmm. The, I didn't own this game. This is another fun fact. I didn't own this game. Um, we would play it every Christmas, pretty much, or around Christmas time at a friend's house. My mom had a family friend or whatever, and we would go to the house, and we were in ki- we were in school with the kids. We would play this game uh, at their house because they had a – I think they had a PS – maybe not. Maybe mm-hmm. we were playing something else at their house because now I'm thinking, like, <laughs> if this came out 20 years ago – I've only been here, I've only been here 17 years, so maybe actually I oh. am lying. Misremembering. <laughs> the <laughs> truth all comes <laughs> out now. I, I am lying. full of lies. No, sorry, that must have been a different game. Well, we must have played it at that game. Anyway, we must have played something there. But uh, we preferred Cool Borders. We had a Cool Borders game. I never played any of them, so it was quite nice to watch this one because Same. it was something that I like hadn't experienced, so it was nice to oh, nice. get to experience it yeah. for the first time with them so playing you, you've it. Actually, experienced a lot of the games that they've actually played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite a few of them. Just because I grew up with gamers, like a lot of my family were gamers, so we had a lot of consoles growing up. So sure. I played a lot of the games that they played. So it's quite nice to have a game that I had no experience whatsoever. Like I rarely even played like a snowboarding game. The closest I got was like Nagano Winter Olympics, 
Oof. Like for the PS1. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Wow. The closest I got to playing like a snowboarding game. So it was quite a cool, uh, quite a cool one to experience. If you're part of the. Oh. I like that it's kind of the I opposite of my. I enjoy experience. the <laughs> I like that you had the I opposite with that though. Like you, yeah. it's a full new experience for you. New experience for uh, yeah. Jonas as well there. Um, but like I said, I, I mean, most this of the was... games they played they have never tried because I'm too young. Could no, be. I'm the same. The majority of games that they have played, I'd be like, "Ever seen this?" Before? But you're also you're a relatively new gamer too, so it's kind of your gamer age as opposed to your physical age. Yeah. <laughs> Where I was a gamer at the time, I got my PS2, I got SSX with it, and it was the first PS2 game I ever played, and it was like, "Wow, games can't get prettier than this." Then <laughs> <laughs> my my, my oh, friend, I I had a lot of PS2 feelings. as well. I've been playing since it was or five or something my first game was some kind of racing game i really can't remember the name of yeah. but so don't defend my gaming experience no i think that, like <laughs> in terms of like the player he was talking to me <laughs> like yeah he was and definitely I've... talking to me not to you <laughs> and and like yeah. nothing in no slight I way i i can tell you right now even pagan when we first started doing this podcast she had doubts about her ability to speak on the show because she's not as experienced and i said that does no. not matter it doesn't matter like, I have played games, I just have never, like, I never really got into it. Do you hear the shout-out he just gave you, Pagan? What did he say? I, I told you you were a beast of a streamer who just completed Hellblade. Hell yeah. Sick plug. Almost <laughs> rage quit twice, but look, let's, let's, let's Did you actually finish it? it? Fucking did. Oh, yeah. nice. nice. Fantastic. Yeah. Three years late, bro. <laughs> like, I was like, what am I supposed to do? Just... And then, Die. like, one of the guys was like, uh, yeah, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. I was like, oh, well, what is <laughs> 30 minutes for? Jeez. And then I, uh, so I just didn't want to spoil it for anybody who's going to play it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like, ugh, so it was a good game, but I definitely did almost rage quit twice. We're proud that you didn't. <sighs> Thank you. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> like Nolan Spider Man moment where I was like, mm, I'm going to kill this game. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good now. Dude, I did. Thank you very much, Jonas, for the for the shout out. But yeah, I haven't really gotten in games until I got a PlayStation. PlayStation yeah. Two, PlayStation One. I played like Crash Bandicoot and Tomb Raider or whatever, but I didn't get into it. I wouldn't have considered myself a gamer until recently. I can age myself even more by saying that when SSX came out, my previous favorite snowboarding game was 1080 on the Nintendo 64, which I believe that was probably one of the best snowboarding games ever made. Is that when dinosaurs were still around. Yep. <laughs> there there was dinosaurs on Turok. You went around and you oh. shot dinosaurs. That was a Nintendo 64 Turok. game as well. When it, when it came to PlayStation 2, it was Star Wars Battlefront 2. That was the bomb of a game when you were playing with a friend on co-op. Nothing can beat Star Wars Battlefront 2 but on have PlayStation you, 2. Did you play SSX Tricky when it was on PlayStation I didn't. I have not played any <laughs> board games. Not Tony oh, Hawk, not okay, snowboarding, okay, not You're anything. Like that for me. I was uh, into other stuff like Lego games and stuff like that. But I think that dinosaurs comment... once walked the earth. <laughs> <laughs> but I comment on the newest episode of Retro. I actually noticed that that episode actually the game actually became more than the hang because they were so they enjoyed the yes, game so yeah. much that they played more than they talked. But those it, are my favorite kind I, of episodes. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it it wasn't like a bad kind of feel to it. it. Kind of like the game became the hang. No, exactly. 
that's the hang yeah, is nice. them playing yeah. the game, having fun. It becomes a little competitive, even though they weren't really competing. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. that to me is the my favorite kind of retro replay episode. I was very happy with how that played out, and I was even happier when they were like, "Want to go again?" And I was like, "Yes, this <laughs> yeah. is this is what I want. Yeah. I like when they play co op games. I like when they play with each other, and I feel that we get the best content then." A lot yeah, of people prefer I, the chats. I like the game hangs like that for me. That's what's most entertaining. And I feel like we get the best Nolan because then Nolan gets silly. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah, that I struggle, just... Nolan. If Nolan ever sees or hears this, I know that struggle. <laughs> that fucking glass. I, I, when it comes to the game, I just keep thinking back to the Modern Warfare episode where it was like, are we okay? And I was like, holy shit, what's going on? Yeah. The Modern Warfare episode was a one-off, though, in that situation. Yeah, yeah, it was. Most of it happened behind the scenes, but also they've been together. They at that point had been like together for the last eighty, forty-eight hours or something. Yeah. Yeah. Understand the conversation and like became really dramatic. And the the way that Nolan keeps asking, "Are we okay?" Like, had they had a fight or whatever? It just so every now I'm always like attentive when it becomes more of the game than the talk and stuff like that, but. It's it's really cool that they, for example, for SXX that you enjoyed it, that mix it up. Yeah, interesting angle. I think like their their dynamic is so close and well knit. Um, you're obviously gonna have where you just can't be in community with somebody for all that length of time. And I, I think really you're can't. right. Traveling and they were probably jet lagged and like stuff. I don't think they had any previous falling out. I think it was the frustration. I've said this frustration of not being able to handle a game that you've never played before with somebody who has played it mm-hmm. someone has beaten your ass mm-hmm. better than you. now you're gonna go head to head like what the fuck is the point going head to head with me but- when you're gonna kill me every time i've, I've had that frustration oh yeah when, it, it, when it was actually they were the- fighting the butts yeah when they were doing the um like fighting against the ai as a team that worked really well and then they started like, okay, let's fight each other. And then like that was when they were starting to do like the knife fights and stuff like that. Um, that really resonated with me because I felt Nolan's frustration. I have been there with someone is trying to teach me a game or trying to play with me, and they've played this game so many times, but I haven't ever never played it. I don't know the mechanics. I'm not used to how it works, and I die every time. And it's just, what enjoyment do I get if you? I just. Would like to so, point out that Nolan's frustration happened mostly when he was playing the story mode, not when they were actually playing together. Oh, really? Yeah, like Nolan thing. got super into it when they were like knife fight. Yeah, he yeah, was having oh, fun yeah. then. That's when he started yeah. enjoying it, fun when yeah. he was knife yeah. fight. But it was when he was playing I mean, the campaign and he kept dying and he didn't know what was happening. Campaign and butts. It's the same thing butts. then, though, because I think like Troy's trying to show him a game that Troy has loved, whereas Nolan is struggling because mechanics yeah. are hard to handle. And mm. like I have also in there they're like oh my god you should play this and they have me the controller and i'm like this fucking game I just keep dying like what is the point this game sucks mm. uh i get the frustration so i don't think like uh it's interesting that you have uh joined those two episodes that you like called back to a modern warfare where they were playing uh multiplayer and then now as ss tricky uh so fucking hard why did you come up with that stupid title game developers the, the, hold on hold on the first game is called ssx ssx is still hard to say separate game there's a separate game called ssx tricky just say essex is this not, is this not, is this, essex is this, just say uh, essex 
Um, yeah, it's interesting that you've linked those two episodes, though, because they're mm-hmm. multiplayer. And now that you're super aware that they could have falling out, you're like, SSX. I could tangent on that, but go ahead, Dan. Right, I know I want us to move on because we got to wrap things up. We've gone very long. Uh, so okay. <laughs> as much as we can tangent all day, we'll just have to have part two with these two wonderful guests on the show because yes! holy heck, I can really tangent. talk all day. <laughs> really can. So this is uh, we're gonna just wrap things up here. This is your chance to you know give us a little shout out to whatever you want to share. If either of you have anything you want the other replayers to check out, you know, check out, uh, plug your. YouTube, like if you have something, yeah. yeah, promote yourself, share yourself, put yourself out there. Go what do you it. got? All right, <laughs> um, yeah. So if you want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Dean J K Smith for both of those. Um, I've also got a cosplay Instagram where I've been actually putting more stuff on recently. Um, I took a bit of a dip, but now I'm back, which is D J K S Cosplay. It's nice and easy to remember. Nice. Um, Wanna follow my YouTube? I'm Dean J Smith. You can find me there. I've got some cosplay shenanigans on there too. Um, yeah, that's all I've got. Cool. Hey. Awesome. We'll have to check those out and we'll put those uh, uh sorry, Dean's shit is unreal. Like I must say, like, <laughs> the Instagram, the like your Twitter, by the way, I've only just started because you told me not following <laughs> you, so I follow you and the rest actually like scrolling through. I got you. Uh you but your Instagram like, uh, I haven't checked your cosplay one, but your Instagram is lit. Like, such good I content. It. I appreciate Lit. <laughs> All right, Jonas, what do you lit. got for us? Not much. Um, I just wanted to say uh, that we are a couple of guys from the Facebook support uh, retro replay that kind of thought it would be fun to get together and try and play some Dungeons and Dragons. So nice. we have... Uh, we have a Discord group chat for that. We are looking for and to do that. They, everyone is welcome. Veteran D&D players or like me have never right? Cool. So I've dropped the link in the Facebook group. Um, yeah, and uh, nothing else. So That's fine. Yep. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. And Pagan. Send us uh, do they need to know? No, we can uh, move on. No. So, anyways, I'm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Twitter. I'm just pagan plays. Forgetting. Mm, you're not you pagan plays. Appleize I'm at Appleize too, but it's spelt wrong. Like the E and the L are reversed. So I, I just, just type like, APP just and it Google. fills in the rest for me. So I move Apple. on. Well. You know what? This this is the easiest way. Find Dan on Twitter. <laughs> Find <laughs> me. Dan. So then, like, then you can follow me from there. That's probably the easiest. And I'm on Twitch and I'm streaming. Uh, currently every Tuesday and when no Tuesday and Thursdays. Um, at Pagan underscore. Awesome. Which you can also follow me on Twitter at Starky Vash. That is S T I R K Y V A S H. But otherwise, I'm Stark Evil Vash on just about every other platform, whether it's Twitch, YouTube. What was the other ones? I forget. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Twitch, Instagram, all those um, things. Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Discord, Facebook. Pretty much, I literally use the same name on everything to try Tinder. and keep it all nice and simple. Yes, we've mentioned that one. Nice. Um, <laughs> I am now. Oh. I'm going to be streaming every Wednesday, hopefully, with my my boo. 
She'll probably hate that I said that with my boo, Don't Brandy. Boo. Boo, Brandy. Don't say boo. With my bae. Don't say We've been that streaming God of War, the original God of War, with Brandy and all of her uh, struggles. She were teaching her how to play old video games. Uh, and then we're trying to start streaming more often if we can. But you might be able to catch me also streaming elsewhere. Anyways, let's wrap things up officially. Uh, thank you, Drew, Nolan, Troy, and PJ for everything you guys do over at Retro Replay and making this po- podcast And all the possible. other interns. All of those guys. And every, everybody. We add them to the list. Love you guys. Uh, you can leave us, the Replayer Podcast, a voice message that we would like to play on the show. Uh, we're going to keep plugging that until somebody does it because it's not happening yet. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Greg. Leave Greg's the only one. Voicemail, like, fucking sure. unpopular opinion. Say hello. Jeepers. Listen, introverts. Get out of your shell and leave us a message. <laughs> Even if it's to yell at me, you can yell at me. I don't care. Or you can give us the uh, the Jade giggles. I'm still waiting on that giggle, Jade. Yes, Holding you to it. You can also write us a message at the replayer podcast at gmail.com. Please make sure that you like and subscribe, rate, review, do anything and everything on either YouTube or your preferred podcast service. You can also check us out on our Facebook page and follow us on there. And if you're interested on being on the show, you can pop us a message and say, hey, guys, what's up? I want to be on the show. It is literally that easy. It is. That easy. So thank you. (laughs) But it is. It really is. But it is. The only requirement is that you're a replayer. Not even. Yes. You don't even have to be a replayer for all I care. We'll take, we'll take anyone. <laughs> Honestly, come talk to, to us about for, things. Like everything that happens, like not our responsibility, not their responsibility. Yeah, true. Again, so thank you, Dean. Thank you, Jonas, for being on the show with thank us. Thank you. No worries. Thank me. Thank Pagan. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Dan. With that, it's game over, folks. Outro music that we can't hear. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.